0: Hello and welcome to Grief Brito, the number 127th gaming podcast in all of Mother Russia. And that is true, you can check that today. Uh, We are a comedy, gaming, and movie and entertainment podcast that comes to you every single Wednesday to bring you some normality in this crazy 2020. I used to think that we were weird personally, but then 2020 happened, didn't it, Jordan?
1: (laughs) Yeah, we are the most normal now
0: yeah we are now so I'm Harrison Wilde, your gaming space host and sat across the internet from me is Jordan Shenton please say hello hello Jordan thank you Uh, Jordan (laughs) is the only man to procure a million pound house to work from in the past week oh yeah Uh, yeah don't (laughs) (laughs) well maybe not the the only but one one of the few it wasn't it's not Um, quite a million (laughs) not quite, 950,000, but you know, we're rounding up, we're rounding up. Um, And today we're going to be revisiting the future of gaming now that we know a little more about the Series X and the Sony PS5. So Jordan, hit me that intro. WAP. So as we've got our crispy gaming eyes on of the latest features, and with the launch being somewhat imminent of the next gen consoles, I thought it'd be a great time to look once again into what maybe down the line is coming for our gaming experience in the future. So after our which games inspired the direction of the whole gaming industry and a brief stint into our spooky burrito world of the kentucky goblins oh yeah uh, i thought it'd be <laughs> oh yeah it was a good time i thought it'd be an awesome time to invite alex austin back the wandering roaning geek himself welcome to the show dude
2: hello bonjour as we say it in canada do
0: you realize that the first episode you joined us on dude was episode 19.
2: <laughs> what are you serious
0: yeah this is number sixty seven now. Oh
2: geez, what did what did we talk about back then? What was the thing?
0: Uh that that was the, the direction of the gaming industry and that was only Jordan had joined the show and been on for three episodes, I think.
2: Oh yeah, my god, it was that early was on. early, early on, yeah. And then uh
0: Yeah, really and then early. we
2: did Goblins, Adam was on for that, I think. Uh, and, that's right. And yeah. uh, goblins was awesome. I, lo- I love that story, that series of stories.
0: And uh, yeah, that was such a fun episode. Oh, it just
1: man. reinforces the Americans just use guns for everything stereotype. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the yeah, and that's that's the interesting thing about
2: you know the position I'm in. You know this dichotomy, this push and pull between my 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 home country and my adopted country. Because my my first reaction to almost everything is to shoot at it, and uh, and yeah. and that's the reactionary <laughs> American method. So COVID hits, everything's locking down. Where do you think my mind goes? you got to shoot COVID. Flamethrower. Absolute flamethrower. So you could absolutely torch it. Not wrong. The only trouble is with flamethrowers, there tends to be collateral damage. Homes, you know, families, cars, (laughs) you know, things like that, right? It's a problem. So, uh, you know, and and, and I'm sure, you know, every American showed great restraint to not burn everything when it hit. And for that, I'm proud of my country.
0: Well done, guys. Well, let's give them a clap. Give them a round of applause. Well done, America. (laughs) At least now you've got that, like, a backup feature of your adopted country, though, just to apologize to it straight away.
2: So actually, the, the one thing <laughs> I'm working on most lately is, is someone who bridges that gap between the two countries is trying to make a determination of what actually counts as a refugee if you're trying to leave the United
0: States. <laughs> All
2: right. <laughs> i think anyone at this point really
0: well that's yeah the, anyone who wants to leave that's what
2: i'm trying to figure i'm like well i already have friends kind of asking questions about how to get here so <laughs> it's, it's uh, yeah
0: I, i've been invited as well I, I applied to see if i could get residence and that was like two or three months ago and i get a, an, an email every week it seems from the consulate saying are you are you still gonna come are you, are you coming there's jobs if you want a job yeah uk australia yeah.
2: new zealand you know we we all serve the queen we all serve the same yeah. queen, so uh, I think there's special <laughs> there's special sort of ways you can kind of get in into Canada if if you're under the uh, if you're under the Union Jack banner. So you to be like,
0: I, I know Big Liz, I know Big Liz, do
2: Let's your see. best
1: like impression of an Englishman, and he's like, I am an Englishman. Like, come on in, <laughs> <laughs> come on in. <laughs> I can see a bunch of Americans hitting the border.
0: <laughs> uh, hello, I'm from the UK. Hey,
1: if you let me you're in, right, governor. <laughs> yeah. Can I come in, please? Oh, I've got um, I've got a game. For us to play by the way if you oh guys yes want to join in so yeah. alex are you familiar with guac what like the the food <laughs> the cat and the game so we the have buff. we have a game or i i created a game called guac which is games unsuitably accurately characterized which is <laughs> which is i'll explain the premise of a game accurately but really poorly in a different light than you'd expect and you've got to guess what the game is <laughs> Ooh, I'm in. So the example I always give, sorry for people who've heard this like a million times now. So Abe's Odyssey is actually a game about a cleaner who's just not happy with the snack selection he's been provided. Yep. So he goes on a grand adventure to just get better ones. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, man. Uh, are, we, are we ready, you guys? I'm ready. For this? Uh, actually, so I'll ready. tell you what, I'll let, I'll let you choose. Do you want game one or game two?
0: Uh, Guest choice, you go. Game,
1: game two sounds pretty enticing. Okay, that's okay. good. Right.
0: Let's
1: do it. <laughs> so, uh, a Vietnam veteran spends his nights renting videos and eating pizza. Luckily, his friend works at his favorite stores and usually gives him things he wants on the house. He's a big fan of animals and loves slamming open doors. He also befriends a lady of the night and saves her from a life of debauchery. What game that?
0: I think I know it. Do you, what, do we you have clothes right?
1: as well.
2: Oh, boy. Wait, what, was the, what was the part about a friend owning a store? What was, the, what was that oh, his,
1: his friend works at the stores that he goes to to get most things, so he gets some stuff for free. And he saves a lady of the night.
0: Lady of the night.
2: <laughs> I, my, my gut's telling me Metal Gear Solid 3, but I, I don't know.
0: The love of animals. is the Vietnam vet.
1: <laughs> shall, shall we do Do you want a clue?
0: Do a clue. I think I know it, but give us a clue. The
1: game is hyper-violent.
0: It's Hotline Miami.
1: It is. Congratulations, oh my Harrison. God. Yeah, boy. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, well it's done. It's amazing.
0: I have never played <laughs> it, but yeah, that was, uh, it was the loving animals because of the animal masks.
1: Yeah. As, there we go. That
0: was what, and then when you said slamming doors, I was like, baby, I got this. I got it.
2: As someone who's <laughs> yeah. all, who also only has tangential knowledge of that game as yourself, I am blown away you got that so quick. Like, that's incredible,
1: man. Yeah. yeah me too. <laughs> I'm impressed, man. It's like Jeez. one of my favorite games of all time.
0: I mean, if, if anything, right now, all of my brain cells are not really doing anything. So when we record, it's like, oh, we've got stuff
1: to think about. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> Brain cells, activate yeah. it. Everything, go! Like Power should Rangers. should really do a degree right now. Do like a little yeah. mantra and become like a super brain. <laughs> the Megazord. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, for anyone
0: who hasn't, I thought it might be good. To, if anyone hasn't listened to our previous episodes with you on or heard your podcast before, do you want to give your greatest elevator pitch... You have 13 floors of time at 1.3 seconds per floor. Are you ready? I'm absolutely ready. That's 10 seconds. Quick maths. Okay. Three, two, one, and go.
2: Ronin Geek official podcast is basically the 90s gaming magazine back pages of geek podcasts. So basically, if you're if you're a kid from the 90s and you read those magazines and you love the weird seediness that happened in the back pages of those magazines, you're going to love Rona Geek Official Podcast. Kind of the same mentality.
0: Hell yes.
1: Yeah, that's basically it. If I had to <laughs> describe brilliant. you in any way, I'll just point people to that.
2: Half of everything we say is true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> half. <laughs> but only half. We're 50% accurate every time. <laughs> oh, man. So we, we thought today we'd go through some future gaming predictions so i'm going to label this episode the future of gaming remastered as we're sort of revisiting it with the new genre and the new generation as everyone seems to be remastering games currently coming up don't they so what were your thoughts on the ps5 and the xbox series x so far dude
2: man well one i'm loving the memes the memes are hitting hard oh, the memes oh, are yeah. the memes are just slapping for ps5 they are fire memes, oh, the dankest memes. just so damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been I've been posting as many as I can find in uh, in on both the Rona Geek page and, and on our little uh, side group that, that we have going in there. And uh, yeah. honestly, man, like I, I'm just I'm I'm loving that this is having the cultural impact I kind of wanted it to have. Because if you think about it, it's been it's been a freaking long time. Like, it's been a long time since we got to enjoy uh, the process of a new system coming out and the speculation and then the kind of step by step release and, and, and the trickle of information into the media. And uh, and this year, you know, everything seemed very, you know, sort of disconnected because there's no conventions. There, there's there's a lot less happening right in the public eye uh, to get reactions off of. And, and it definitely mm-hmm. has been a strange year for uh, a console cycle reset but with the announcement officially from Sony and getting to see what it looks like and then getting to experience the cultural impact from that, it, it, it all feels right. It all feels like, like it has in the past. And it's been seven years since we kind of went through this process last time with uh, with the mainline consoles, you know, Microsoft and Sony. So it's really exciting to finally be there again and, and to get to experience it.
0: It is, yeah. I mean, it, I can't believe it's been seven years mm-hmm. since the last generation. Like, it's gone so
1: fast. Mm-hmm. The stretching so far now.
0: Yeah, yeah, they are. It's because they're trying to hold out to get that next level of tech with how fast stuff advances at the moment, aren't they?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's so weird. Like like we were saying the other day, the other week now actually. Mm-hmm. Um it's we're past the age of like innovation and we're into the age of refinement.
0: Yeah, totally. There's
1: nothing you can really innovate on. Like I remember when the PS2 was coming out or the I think it was the PS2 or PS3. And they were like showing a basketball game off. And it was like, look what happens when we turn the analog stick. And usually they just pivot on like a single point because they didn't have like animations for turning. Yeah. But then they showed like them side by side, and the guy was like moving his feet and getting back into position. <laughs> and then the the previous generation was literally him spinning on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh wow, that's amazing. But now it's like this is exactly what I've seen before. Just it looks a bit prettier.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so people and are like,
1: going much more stylized <laughs> now. Mm-hmm.
0: They are. Yeah. It seems to be. It's weird that people that so many games that we saw at the PS5 launch had sort of worked away from photorealism.
1: Yes. Oh, especially I, I'm,
0: the I'm indie glad titles. about that.
2: Especially the indie titles.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hell love a lot of them. Um, I, I really. We we mentioned last week. We we chatted at length, really, didn't we, Jordan, last week yeah. um, about our thoughts towards the PS5 launch. So, if any listeners haven't listened to that, check that episode out and come back.
2: Yeah, well, I I think I think uh, you're spot on though to say that this is this is now about you know it's not about the innovation. It's about like the sort of sophistication and refinement of these of these games, man. And I'm you know I'm I'm thinking about titles from this gen uh, toward the end of uh, mm-hmm. you know like uh, Final Fantasy VII remake and maybe Resident Evil 2 remake and just looking at how, you know, we have these examples now of where they took older titles and remade them uh, into into their modern counterparts. And a lot of the game design concepts were also modernized in doing so. Uh, But then I'm thinking of the world, for instance, that seven remake takes place in on on, on a PS4, of course, and you're running through and the world is just it's just chalk fucking full. It is full like there is just stuff everywhere there's people (laughs) everywhere there's monsters everywhere like the the level of detail in the world that you're experiencing is for me it was just unprecedented because it just it felt like this place is just so lived in and uh, and so gritty because of that and it's just it's a level of detail that i think has been hard to achieve in the past and and i can appreciate that this this is you know for all intents and purposes final fantasy 7 remake was an on the rails experience there wasn't really in yeah. any way to deviate from anything that I experienced, yet it still felt like an open-world experience. It was almost like a facade that kind of tossed up over it to make it feel that way, even though it was very much an on-the-rails experience. It felt like this massive, huge oh, right. world, and it just wasn't. And, and, and so to me, that, that experience is going to define the next gen. They're just the sophistication uh, and the physics and the world that it takes place in, it has to be mm-hmm. top-notch like that. And I'm thinking of something like, you know, I'm playing through The Witcher 3 right now for the first time, which... I, I'm like an idiot. I don't know how I missed this this entire time, but I'm I'm, I'm playing it as well. Yeah, actually. yeah, and it's just it's stupid. Good. And it's kind of the same thing where the world is just very full when you're in cities. It's full of people. It's full of buildings. It's full of stuff. Right. It's full of uh, all these all these minutiae and details that, that you would see in the real world. You just don't really take too much notice of it because you're in the real world all the time. And then uh, and when you're out mm-hmm. in, the, in the in the wilds in the game, it's, you know, full of trees and rivers and lakes and, and ponds and, and monsters. It just it's chock full, man. And I'm just, is, yeah. and, and, and I could definitely see a through line happening here, where there's this ramp up in sophistication and detail uh, that I think is going to be very endemic to, to the next console generation.
0: I, I completely agree. Like You've you actually brought something up that spanned a new thought in my head that I hadn't considered before. And it's that the, the Final Fantasy VII remake that we're getting, currently being episodic, how are the releases going to affect from that going into the PlayStation 5? Because sure, they haven't actually announced how many episodes there's going to be yet. And depending on how many they are, do you think they're going to have some that are exclusives to the PS5? It'll, because it'll stay on the
1: PS4. It has to. They do can't you think? do that. I was going to yeah. say,
0: it'd be a proper ass move if they, uh, they didn't. Yeah, do it if they on both. do
1: that. There will be genuine, like, there'll be people, like, throwing bricks at the buildings yeah, and stuff.
0: Yeah, it, it's just because of how much they've been, like, this is made for the PlayStation 5, and we're concentrating on making this software for the next gen. You know they're not they're not looking back in the way that Xbox are and making everything accessible across the whole platform so that that just l- linking that comment to that being episodic just sort of worried me a they little could, bit
2: they could circumvent it a little bit um, and that, and that just that that difference between the console generations they could circumvent that pretty easily by just making it a, a download only title. Uh, which I, I think is a possibility moving forward, just judging how, how well that release went for Final Fantasy VII Remake and the fact that there was very few physical places to actually purchase it around the world, and yet it's still the best-selling game of this year so far. So, And, and that is due to almost... You know, ninety percent. You know, digital digital downloads. So it's. I think it's already headed in that mm-hmm. direction. It wouldn't surprise me if they circumvent that that generational difference entirely by just saying, "Oh, Final Fantasy VII remake for download," and then you know they they don't talk about a perceivable difference. Mm-hmm. Have you got
1: that yet, Jordan? I never played Final Fantasy VII. I've not. I've not. I don't think I've ever played a Final Fantasy game. All right. This might be a eight. good one to jump in on. This this would be the one. I, it, it looks really. From what I've seen, like, do you guys know Video Game Donkey? No, I know no of Video so. Game Donkey. Yeah, video, fuck, I love Donkey, so good. But it's just like, I watched his, his little review on it, because I didn't realize it was episodic. They, they said yeah. they were releasing it, and someone told me. And I was like, that seems fucking stupid. Like, they're going to charge by part as well, aren't they?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. which
1: is, you're asking, like, what is this? It's like what the fuck man. But I was like I watched his video and he said that it just seems really disjointed and it's like with everything being voiced now and being, you know, beautiful. He was like it's such a weird experience because it just feels like ever like it's all filler. I don't know. And I was it like just, it felt like a that like sound. a video game
2: to me. Like I don't
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's probably right. It's just it put me off because I'm not hugely into JRPGs anyway. I love Kingdom Hearts. I love that mm-hmm. so much. Well, but I was like, I don't know. What, what, Final what, did, what did he compare it to? Did he compare it to anything? I can't remember. I, I think he just said that it was just, there was so much time wasting in it. So, I mean, and I was like, that sounds about right. I mean, right. to be
2: clear, <laughs> it, it, it is a Western style RPG. Like, I get that there's yes. that there's some minor attributes of active time battle in it, but it's a Western RPG for all intents and purposes. So for him to say that, so he would also have to feel the same way about something like uh, like, a, like a, a Witcher 3 or an Elder Scrolls, right? Where you're taking a lot of side quests and kind of doing things on the side and experiencing <laughs> story threads that kind of run parallel to the one you're on, uh, or sometimes not parallel. I think he
1: was more comparing it to, like, the original, where it's oh, just no. like...
2: Oh, no. Yeah, it's, yeah, he said that it's
1: very different.
2: No, no, it's the it, 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 game. And I think maybe some reviewers and, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. But I think some reviewers kind of miss mm-hmm. the fact that, that we're talking about, you know, game design 20 plus years later. Right. So that this game came yes. out 23 yeah. years after the original, which means that it went in that, that it came out 26 years later after the start of production of the original (laughs) so it's it 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 couldn't be from any any more different eras of gaming so it'd be kind of like yeah yeah taking anything that's a you know a modern rogue like and trying to compare it to rogue you know what i mean like from 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 the original pc and it just it doesn't it just doesn't hold up um, so for me, I went into this, and this this is as someone who Final Fantasy VII Originals, like one of my favorite games of all time. I am very into JRPGs, is, is literally everyone on the planet knows, and uh, and man, I think I played that game end to end, hundred percent of it, uh, probably half a dozen times in my life. Um, which is no small feat. It's about 120 yeah, say, hour exercise, a and honestly, yeah. man, I, I, I could say, I, I, even as a fan that well versed in it, I went into this one uh, pr- pretty well. You know, just sort of you know non judgmental. Just what are they going to present to me? Uh, I was fine to spend the money on it. I'll be fine to spend the money on it again. And uh, what they provided was, to be quite honest with you, the best Final Fantasy experience since like ten. I mean, it's it's been a long time since we've wow, had a okay. nice, rich, and wow. full Final Fantasy experience like that. But uh, you, you know, if if that game felt disjointed to, to to Donkey, then then I think virtually every JRPG would because <laughs> they're 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 all very similar in a lot of ways, especially from a narrative complete, standpoint. Yeah. They're very similar. They all start with find a cat, and they all end with kill God. Yep. So that's that's kind of yeah. where JRPGs go. <laughs> But this game is literally no different. It starts with a
1: mission where you find a cat and it ends with a mission where you're basically killing God. So, yeah, that sounds it. It sounds interesting. It's like, I'm, I'm talking about it from a perspective of I've never played it. So oh, like, obviously dude, this is
2: me being you like, you've got to, I'm, don't. it is visceral. I, <laughs> it is visceral. Like this game, like you I, feel it when you're tearing into dudes with Cloud's Buster Sword. Like it is, it's freaking sick. And then the fact that you can I switch, it you go. can switch to Tifa uh, in the middle of battle as well. And dude, like using her as, as like a pugilist in like this combat is awesome. It's so good. I, I played with her uh, almost the entire time I had her in my party. So uh, it was, it was so cool man uh honestly i i think uh, anybody who hasn't played final fantasy 7 remake and and square's not paying me <laughs> like i i i pay them for all their games i like it's is a square shield yeah yeah and honestly <laughs> man this this game was a freaking masterpiece like i'm uh i i'm excited for the prospect that more jrpgs take this direction because they they don't they don't all need to be the uh-huh. the 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 the, the uh, bloated, sweeping epics they sometimes turn out to be with a lot of running around. Mm-hmm. It, it can just be a, a very succinct, concise experience uh, that, that's very deep and very fleshed out. And, and I think they did a good job with it. But that, to me, is going to define the next gen. Uh, it's just that experience of taking something that maybe, you know, in the past, due to technical and design limitations, only turned out to be an eight-hour portion of a game, and then they turn it into a 45-hour portion of a game, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and that, that, to me, yeah. hopefully...
0: Uh, define the next gen. Yeah, I, I hope it does. And like, there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of ways they can go with the exclusives. Uh, I hope that they, it does span both, so that people can play without buying the next one. Because one of the things I wanted to get onto was that we haven't really heard anything about any of the prices yet. So like, a lot of people are speculating. There's a lot of stuff online that I'm seeing about different kind of prices. But I think it's so weird that Sony and Microsoft are sort of at each other's necks about this price undercutting thing. I think it's a weird focus to be on because I don't, maybe this is just me, but personally, I wouldn't buy a console that I didn't want just because it was cheaper. Like I'd work the extra weeks or save up for a little bit longer to play the exclusives that I wanted. Like I'm a, it, say you're a huge Zelda fan, like I am, I wouldn't buy the PS5 for the equivalent game on that platform because I couldn't afford the Switch 2 to play Breath of the Wild 2. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I feel like, why why, why do people care, or the companies, why do people mm-hmm. care so much about what they're charging? You know what I mean? Yeah. They've got to have an idea in place. So it's like, I don't believe that they've got a guy sat in a room waiting for the announcement for the other console like right, if they say this price I'm going to counter with this <laughs> it's one. A yeah. and launch <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> it's like people are going to buy it anyway. It's like even if yeah. they're like a thousand pounds each it's people are still going to buy it. It's just gonna be slower,
0: yeah, well, some of the prices that someone did say seven nine nine which is like holy shit that's that's pretty that's a big price tag, it's and steep, I mean isn't it? it is, and one of the comments that one of the I think it was the main guy from Sony said at one of the talks regarding it, he says we're focusing on value, not on price. And I'm like, ooh, that and I think he meant that positively, but it no one's taken it positively. Well, because that's yeah. like what
2: every salesman in the history of sales has said to sell a thing. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, as, as someone who's been in sales my whole life, I can tell you that's the most canned like uh, response in sales history. So it's just it's it's kinda weak actually. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, so f- from the prices from what I remember, so the PS3 was 5.99. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the PS4 was 3.99 cuz they brought it and down. we're talking US- USD, so, obviously. Yeah, this is uh US dollars for for listeners, yeah. The PS5, what what do you think? Do you think it's going to fall in the middle and be nine? I mean, the Series X, I've seen rumors that it's going to be 2.99 for the digital edition. So bef- the lock. Before
1: called. we guess. I don't I don't think it'll be 2.99 for the digital mm. edition no. cuz it's like you can't find an Xbox 1 for that price?
0: No, no. Where can't.
1: is that? I, I don't know. I think they'll both be sitting around 599. I'd like to defer to you guys though yeah. before
2: before I speculate. How much? So because <laughs> you guys are bigger on PC than I am, I'm not up to date on PC. What what is the, what mm-hmm. is the cost of a a decently
0: good graphics card by today's
2: standards? Like what is, what is the outright cost of that?
0: <laughs> uh what would you say what's a decent level at the moment, John? Like a 1080?
1: Uh, I, I, I kind of don't want to say how much my computer cost me.
0: <laughs> Jordan's <laughs> is like a top spec. What is it? A 2060 Ti or whatever? I've
1: got a 2080 Ti, a oh, Ryzen 2700 Okay, X. well, how much is a 20, 2080 Ti? Like 1,100 pounds. Okay, because so okay. similarly... So it's over over half the price of my PC is my graphics card. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. And And so I'm thinking like... You know, I mean, one, thankfully, the console generations are lasting much longer. This next one could be a decade, right? Like, we could be, you know, in in our 40s on that Grief Burrito episode you know 600 or whatever talking about you know the the ps6 someday
0: (laughs) that just hurt my soul thinking about that (laughs) uh,
2: it's crazy to think and uh but but it's the truth and and i think that there's something to be said just for the sophistication of the hardware and if they really do you know drag the console generation that long because that that was kind of the issue with you know the ps3 when it came out is like it, it at the time, it wasn't even that good a hardware, you know, compared to anything else. So I, I, I mm. think uh, hopefully people will will start to see it that way. It's like, okay, well, if you really don't like the price of this gaming console anymore, maybe you should consider building a PC. You know what I mean? Because you're never going to have to spend yeah. the full yeah. price again necessarily. You could always just replace it bit by bit as you go along. Um, I'm
1: never, I'm never going to re- buy an Xbox from now on just because... If you look at like PlayStation, I feel like PlayStation's exclusives personally are usually better than Xbox's. Mm-hmm. That and because I have a PC, a lot of those games come to P. Um, like Xbox games come to PC anyway.
0: Yeah, they do. Yeah,
1: and it's like I, I just don't, I can't warrant this. Whereas like for other people, it makes perfect sense. Um, it's just like yeah, it might be worth if someone's got a bit of money. And they're like, oh, I don't know if I can get one or the other, or if I buy both. It's like, just put some money towards for a PC. Like, yeah.
0: At least then it's free to play online as well, isn't it, with a PC?
1: Exactly. And I think there's one thing that I really... uh...
0: Did he just die? What happened?
1: (laughs) Somebody
2: hit
0: the floor. <laughs> no, he said his dad was going to go out at some point anyway. Oh, yeah. While he's not there, I wanted to bring up something about one of the exclusives anyway. So, you know, Spider-Man Miles Morales has been announced. Yep. I I heard it was initially supposed to be DLC, and apparently it's only going to be like five hours long, the actual gameplay. But with it due to being developed on the PS5, you essentially have to buy the full Spider-Man game again. Yeah. Just to have the bolt on
2: that's what that's the impression I'm getting is that this is the original Spider Man game just dressed up for PS five and now including a Miles Morales campaign. That's that's the impression I'm yeah. getting from it. So which, you know, I, I guess if you didn't play it initially, Spider-Man PS4 for whatever reason, that maybe this is a great mm-hmm. opportunity to kind of get in on that and get more more bang for your buck, hopefully.
0: Yeah, I just think it's a shame for people who are already fans of it who have already bought it once. Are they going to have to buy it again? I just think that's real lame. But well, it's
2: it's interesting. So if you have, if you're going to get the PS5 with the Blu-ray drive, then you're Mm -hmm. going to be able to play your PS4 discs. So they they have confirmed the PS4 discs will be compatible in the PS5. They have not confirmed if anything from before that will be. Unfortunately. Uh, it would be nice to even see PS3 because they're Blu-rays. But uh, the other side of things, too, is that uh, I believe this is going to be one of the titles that they mentioned was going to be uh day-and-date release on oh, PlayStation Now, uh, which, of course, is becoming oh, a right. gaming That's service similar to Microsoft Game Pass. So a lot of first... Yeah, which is amazing.
0: Yeah. Game Pass is, like, heralded as being Oh, great. dude,
2: it's the best value in the entire gaming world right now, and it's Microsoft exclusive. So. Oh, yeah. Sony is right mm-hmm. to take uh, uh, PlayStation Now in that direction as well. And uh, hopefully, you know, the Spider-Man, Miles Morales and, uh, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn 2 and all that good stuff is is, is also going to be a day and date release on on uh, the PlayStation Now
0: as well. That would be good because from what I remember seeing on the a lot of the announcements, I don't remember even seeing a 2020 date. In any of those, get, you know, so the console is going to come out and there's going to be nothing on it. I was really confused. I was like, most of it was 2021. Yeah. I mean, Project Athea was
2: 2022, I think. Yeah, yeah. No, it's going to be a while before we see some of the big AAA titles, I think. Um, Yeah, it might be. You know, and and I think we had some indication about what they expect to happen for the console launch because Cyberpunk was just pushed back. And, of course, CD Projekt Red, you know, God bless them. You know, they released a statement saying, Mm -hmm. oh, it's just not ready. We want to perfect it, blah, blah, blah. But come on. Like they're pushing it. So it's it's going to be if it's not day and date release with these consoles, I'll be shocked being that they pushed it back to November.
1: Yeah. So i boys. so sorry about <laughs> oh,
2: that. <bad.
0: laughs> sorry, don't worry.
2: But yeah, that's got to be why they pushed it back is to get it on day and date release, because I don't think there's any major first party titles dropping on day one on these consoles. And uh, Cyberpunk is going to be the killer app for, for the balance of the year uh, come, come November. So I, I think honestly, they're just trying to make that the introduction to ne-
0: into next gen. Yeah, I think so. It's it's definitely going to be the, the biggest game of this generation. It's like the launch title, isn't it?
2: Oh, yeah. It's it's uh, it's almost like mm. if you came out with like an Elder Scrolls as a launch title or something, right? It's just a massive sweeping game. So it's going to be amazing. Yeah, definitely. Do you, reckon, do you
1: reckon it's going to impact it that they are having a release of a standard console version as well? Like, I wonder if, because there are certain games like The Last of Us that came out on the PS3 and 4,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it didn't really feel like... Cause, it was a remaster, wasn't it, on the PS? 4 Yeah,
0: basically. Yeah, it was. Yeah,
1: and it was like it doesn't. F- it's probably a bad example, but it like it doesn't feel like a next gen game because it's already being made for the previous generation. You're getting practically the same experience. Yeah, just re-skinned. like it's not going to have better physics or you know anything like that on the newer console. It's just going to look slightly better. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the thing I look forward to mostly in newer games is those little things that you couldn't do on the previous console so like ray and lighting's great and all but i want the physics to be better i want like more things on screen you know like mm. higher levels of detail mm. in like the yeah. environments like half-life alex is a good example of like there's so much stuff you can like move and touch and you know like it just feels like a lived yeah world. good example have you
0: managed to play that yet then
1: no, I have got room for my Vive now, though, so I'm ah, setting up Okay, soon. good,
0: right. But, but yeah. I you've got to do it, dude.
1: Yeah. I think another big thing about the consoles, the new ones especially, and I, I see why, it's like, if you look at emulation, mm-hmm. I it's like PCs are great because you can play basically anything on them. But I think the beauty of consoles, so if you look at The Last of Us 2 compared to The Last of Us 1, or the remake, sorry, on the PS4... <clears throat> because they're at the opposite ends of the console's jet like lifespan what they've managed to do from what they've learned of the console and how they can best use it it makes a huge difference i think consoles because they're built in such a specific way and people have a specific toolkit to utilize everything they can okay. they can make some really impressive things out of it because they're pushing that console to its exact limits and they know exactly what they can do. Whereas it's like with PC, everyone's kind of piecemeal looking at it like, how do we best do this? We don't know. Everyone's got different hardware, so we've got to make it work on everything. Do you get where I'm coming from?
2: Yeah, yeah oh dude that's an interesting observation that's that's true too because yeah the the last of us original kind of bridged uh the last console generation in a sense um it was just as big on PS4 as it was on PS three I believe and uh yeah. th- that's an mm-hmm. interesting way to see it yeah because they kind of just waited until there was everything you could possibly learn about that hardware and then they felt comfortable to to drop that title so yeah very interesting very interesting but I, I think that's spot on. I think that's spot on. Thank you.
1: That's very kind. <laughs> I, like, I like that. Well done, to
2: <laughs> So
0: You can come on next time. So, then, yeah. As far as the price
2: goes, I mean, basically, you know, the the only thing we can do, and and Jordan will have to help us with this. We're gonna have to take out a second mortgage on the on the new house, Jordan. Like that's the only yeah, way. We just have to. Like we're all we're all gonna be able to
0: afford this stuff. <laughs>
1: oh god damn it
0: gotta sell that million pound house and you're gonna have to buy some listeners some consoles (laughs) I don't have a
1: million pound house damn it
2: (laughs) I'm I'm just thinking maybe you got a couple hundred grand in equity we could borrow you know what
1: I mean like that's yeah at least (laughs) yeah I can I can have a look into it yeah I was uh yeah I'm looking into buying a house at the minute myself so I'm like uh am I gonna be able to afford a new console I'll probably just wait yeah we just all borrow
0: the money from Jordan (laughs)
1: yeah <laughs> sends people also after us. my like eight guitars.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's just been collecting guitars during lockdown. What?
1: I went. I went from having three guitars. I oh, no, I went from having how many did I have?
0: You had two, didn't you? An acoustic and that red one.
1: Yeah. Wait. What? I'm trying no. to think of how many guitars I own. Yeah, I an acoustic and a no, and a red, red guitar, and then I bought another guitar. Like at the start of lockdown, because so I was like, oh, wh- whatever, I'll buy one. I need, I would need to treat myself. And then, <laughs> treat uh, so myself So I had three. With yeah, yeah I treat three. yourself. Look after yourself. <laughs> and then I went to buy another guitar, social distanced, everything like that. Yeah. Um, so I bought it. And then the person's like, mum came downstairs and was like, do you want three more guitars? <laughs> I was like, I guess. And she was like, "Good, because they're just going on the skip." Otherwise, so I went from owning Holy three shit. guitars to owning like seven. <laughs> so so the story. They just gave me, they just gave me a bunch of guitars. It's so I incredible. like fixed them all up and I like renovated them. They all work really well. I just gained like I had my mate check them out and come like again socially distance for anyone listening. They they, they <laughs> came around, had a look, and they were like, "Yeah, you've just been given like seven hundred pounds worth of guitars." For like a hundred pounds. it's
2: crazy. That's so good, dude. That's crazy, yeah. man. Yeah. So wait, uh, so Haz has been baking bread. That's been a big thing, right? Yeah. And then, and I've been, big. I've been, um, I don't know, like changing dirty diapers. That's been like my thing, like since, <laughs> since this all began, but you've collected guitars, which is pretty yeah. sweet. Well,
1: <laughs> well, I've actually been doing, I've actually been renovating a house, a car <laughs> and guitars. <laughs> I have become like a genuine. Projects. I've been like I've become a genuine human being, and yeah, I have then. no idea what's gone on. You have a. You have. I'm scared. If you I either. have what they call a skill set, apparently <laughs> yeah. now, yeah. <laughs> i don't i can mow the lawn i'm good at that that's oh, pretty man. good i hate mowing the lawn so that'll be yeah you can you can do that for me that's i'll buy you a playstation 4. actually we
2: got one of the old school <laughs> we got one of the old school push mowers we, we inherited one here so like oh, nice. so it's not motorized or anything you just push it and the blades kind of do the thing uh and the grass the grass mm-hmm. in my backyard is pretty healthy so i've been using it on that and it's actually like it's such a novelty that it's actually kind of fun like I've been digging it. Like it's just, it's just like, oh, there's, there's you know, no need for, you know, a, a combustion engine to mow my lawn and back. It's been great, man. So I'd highly really recommend it. getting back
0: into the earth. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> doing, doing in England what we call getting hench. Yeah, getting Ooh, hench. Oh, I love getting yeah.
0: some, getting me some sweet hench. mm, mmm, mmm. Mm. <laughs> sweet, sweet hench. I had a, a, a horrendous story about a guy who was mowing the lawn. Was it? Was he getting some hench? He was. He was getting some dank <laughs> hench. And he's, he's mowing his lawn and he ran over his toe, ah, cut yeah. his toe off, and the blade flicked it up and it hit him in the ah. eye and took his eye out as well. <laughs> <laughs> so he lost a toe and an eye all in one know. go. Oh, dude,
1: yeah. dying. <laughs> That's what he thought. Yeah.
0: <laughs> my piggy. <laughs> it's come to market. I'm absolutely dying, man. <sighs> oh, God. Fucking hell.
2: Oh, you got me, you got me. Should we use the next
0: bit of hardware? Yeah, yeah, you got me on
2: that
0: one, man. You you take that one, have that one for dinner parties. That's good, that's good, thanks, man. Uh, (laughs) So I was chatting with Adam from bottom of the stream the other day. Hello. And we were talking about the PSVR, and he brought up the camera that is with the PS5 console. So essentially like the little Kinect thing attached onto your TV. Do you think there's any changes that we're gonna see going forward into the, the new PSVR? Hmm.
2: Well it'll be compatible with I think- any PS five, which is good, because I got the old school PS4 and I still can't use it. So <laughs> yeah. Really? How come? It does it doesn't work with the old school PS4.
0: Oh, um, oh no, it's for the yeah. pro,
2: yeah. So like, I I would have to get roped into getting a PS4 Pro as well just to be able to use the VR. So I did not.
0: Why, uh, why do you have one? Did you buy one thinking it would work? Oh
2: no, PSVR wasn't a thing yet uh, when I got this. I got this one. This I got this one in 2014, and it's the Darth Vader edition console. So that's why I initially got it is because it was oh, like the uh, Star Wars one. Right. Yeah. So it's got a sweet picture of Darth Vader on it. But um, yeah, then and, and then the Pro came out in 2017. Is that right? Yeah. So. And I so. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I, I, I missed out on that and it's it was quite expensive. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to trade it in my Darth Vader console. I quite like it. So yeah, I'm still playing on a Gen 1 oh, right. PS4 and uh, it's same. chugging. Yeah, same
0: It's just
1: chugging along. Yeah. It's
0: taking off every time you run a oh, disc. Oh, yeah,
1: man. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I need to clean that bad boy. Yeah,
0: clean up but those yeah, fans.
1: I feel like the only thing that's really going to change is that hopefully they'll have... A complete range of motion so you can turn around and you can do whatever because i think you can only yeah. play it at like night like 90 degrees
0: yeah i think you can and yeah. then
1: hopefully just the positional tracking will be better in general like i can't wait to set my vibe up again and i i feel bad that every time i turn around in vr and i can turn wherever i want as many times as i want i was like oh playstation people don't even get this
0: yeah they don't even get to turn around
1: no, it's bullshit. Every How time they do they?
0: it, they're a little bit lonely. <laughs>
1: yeah. Every.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think of where you can go. And like that was the only thing I was thinking, really, is like being able to have the full range of motion. And maybe we might see some kind of new knuckle-style controller, like what the was it the HTC Vive got the knuckle controls? Yeah, is the, the index vibe, yeah? controllers. The, the index controller, yeah, so that strap onto your hands, or perhaps that the camera may be able to track your hands. So maybe you'd need gloves or something like that because there's only so much you can do when you're sat with a VR headset and you've got the normal control or you've got the little pointer control that they had for it. Um, and it might be nice to even have it so you can link streaming from the console straight away to your Twitch account. So twitchtv burrito for anyone who wants to join us. Tuesdays, Thursdays, quick plug. Uh And this sort of led my mind down the path of how difficult it is from the current generation of consoles. So streaming from my Xbox One X is... It's not difficult, but it's just not very optimized. I don't know if any of you guys have tried streaming from current consoles. No. It's like you can sort of do it straight to Mixer, but you can't have a camera or anything. So... If you can use the camera to stream at the same time to your Twitch or Mixer account or any other streaming platform for that matter, whether it's Facebook, gaming or anything. When you do it currently, I have to put my Xbox through my camera capture card. Then I have to do the capture card into my TV and my PC or my laptop. But it then means that I can't use my professional camera as the face cam. I have to use my webcam that's built into my laptop, which is obviously not the best. So if you can use it with a proper cam, it sort of saves you all this need for buying extra equipment, which is expensive. Because capture cards are fucking expensive. That little thing is like 120 quid or whatever it was when I got it. And that was like second hand. So I, I personally think that's the direction that I would go down seeing as how big streaming has become at the moment. Don't you think?
2: Oh, it's Yeah, it's all consuming at this point. Like it's uh, it's become such a massive... Uh, massively accepted form of entertainment, particularly you know since we went into isolation. I, I dude, I bet there's got to be millions more people you know getting into streaming and, and watching oh, yeah. now than than mm-hmm. you know even before COVID hit. And uh, it's just a very accessible, easy way to engage in in this game content that's so that's so prevalent now. But I mean, let's you know all of that would be great. But let's be honest. We we all know what the camera is going to be used for. We all know. So just dance 2021. You know it. Hell this yes. is where all the cameras go to die. Is being used in just dance yeah. titles.
0: <laughs> I don't know how that those games are still going. I really, really yeah. do Because
2: Lady Gaga keeps pumping music out and Pink. Like, dude, you, you get you get Lady Gaga, you get some Pink on there. You toss in some some. I, I don't know what else what else is popular. Some 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 jo- Jonas Brothers like you throw those guys in there and you got yourself <laughs> a dance party boom
1: <laughs> alex is just like you know what else is popular Poste malone <laughs> so but yeah, i mean for, for oh, me wait, are, i need, like, fucking love post malone we
2: yeah. need uh we need uh the bodysuit like in uh oh what's the movie where they go in the game ready player yeah, one yeah, like a we need the bodysuit yeah. so when you're in when you're in cyberpunk 2021 and you're experiencing this incredibly detailed world so just like we were talking about earlier all these all these fresh game design concepts and you look around at your character you look down and there's a cyber dick right there boom
0: oh yeah like i'm i'm feeling it that's what i want (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah
2: or or cyber vagina or both so you know it could it could could be anything because
1: that's the that's the beauty of cyberpunk
0: Exactly. Oh my god!
1: I wanna, uh, do I want to know how much detail they're going to put into the genitals?
0: They have said it's fully customizable. I don't know what know "fully" cu- means. Like
1: fully customizable, like there is a vibrate function.
0: Yeah. Oh, god. There knows. is a piston <laughs> action. You know what I mean? Steam powered. Oh, I'm praying for the piston action.
1: <laughs> well, you gotta think, like the the female one and the male one. There's gonna be some differences. Like they yeah. can both vibrate, I guess. But it's like
0: Hey, if I can't have neon emissive foreskin, I'm not interested. <laughs>
1: I, I don't know, I just want more VR stuff. I guess that's where the innovation's going to come in, isn't it, VR? That's
0: the next area, yeah, just going more headlong into VR titles, I think. Yeah. Because they're still reasonably inaccessible, I think, to a lot of gamers. Because if you don't have a really powerful PC, there's a lot of VR titles you can't really play. So for the ones that do come to the PlayStation VR, you do kind of get some in some aspect, whereas... The new Well, they said that the new consoles are going to have even more, didn't they? So, like, Rogue Squadrons, they've announced, is going to be fully VR, the new Star Wars game.
1: That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's going to be, um, be, like, Elite Dangerous then, isn't it?
0: Yeah, essentially, like, full <laughs> space combat, which is nice because you can sit down.
2: Flailing around, yeah, that'd be sweet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, hmm. Have you been playing anything new at the moment, Alex? What, what, what have you been playing of the new titles that have been out this year? Uh,
2: for new titles that have been out this year, not much. I mean, that was like Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, I've been playing Witcher 3, which I've been talking about on, on Rota Geek Official Podcast, and, and it's been a great playthrough, <laughs> honestly. Like, I, I don't understand how I missed this title for this long. It's absolutely right up my alley in every way. Like, I just... <laughs> It's just so stupid good. I, I I feel ashamed for having missed out on it for this long, being that it came out originally in 2015. But uh, but I got it on sale on on PlayStation Network. It was like 20 bucks one day for the whole shebang, like the main game and the two major expansions. So so I picked it up then, and uh, and I've put quite a bit of time into that. And then uh, and then after that, I, I did download. Um, Fallout 76 off the off a similar sale so I might give that a shot and okay. then uh, Assassin's Creed Origins went on sale for like the original game was 14 bucks on PlayStation Network so I'm like uh, well hell yeah. yeah so I ended up just grabbing that one too so that, that'll be next up but yeah not a lot of new stuff
0: yeah a lot of stuff has been delayed I mean I, it's taken me a little while but I've just really got into Doom Eternal finally I've been sort of dipping in and out because uh, I just haven't had the time to play it I like when I play it I need to be sat like like I said yesterday, Jordan. I, I, the other day, I managed to play it, sat in the living room because I had the house to myself. So I pumped up the hi-fi speakers really, really loud, and sort of doing my best to channel the Doom Slayer, Like I needed Mick Gordon's music loud to get into it, you know. So yeah, and I finally found a bit that I got so much gaming flow from that I was I was actually shocked at how much I enjoyed it after being slightly cool on the game before. Uh, it was one of the Slayer Gate challenges, and for listeners who don't know what that is or haven't found any yet, it's these purple doors, and you've got to find this big, like, floaty key, haven't you? Um, yeah. And when you unlock the door, you can attempt mm-hmm. to complete like a harder challenge on the level. So it might be killing certain enemies in a certain amount of time, or killing a load of enemies in an arena. Um, and I, I just, I was shocked, and I was so hyped and exhausted by it afterwards. That I don't even know what I got for doing it. I was j <laughs> I got something, but I'm not sure. So this, this, <laughs> Weapon pa-
1: parts and it, it, stuff.
0: Yeah, it probably was, or skins or something. So this particular challenge that I, I did, it threw me into a room that was two floors with walkways, boosters, portals. Uh and it launched an increasing onslaught of demons that raised in tear every time you broke them down into like little gooey chunks. And before I knew it, like the soundtrack completely had me and I launched myself around the room with grapple hook to glory kill, becoming like death himself. My eyes were fire, my, my hands were pure doom, the guns were extensions of myself and the bullets were my blood and I knew what it meant to unleash hell. <laughs> oh, it was so good.
1: <laughs> it was is, it is really good. It sounds yeah. amazing.
0: Yeah.
1: It's another one of those games though where I'm never going back.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, you said to Martin last night that you didn't think you'd go back.
1: It's just, there's no real replayability unless you want all the collectibles. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I I get it, it's like Resident Evil 3, I'm not gonna play through that ever again, it's like I'm done with it, I've had my fun. I I found uh, that
0: it didn't seem to take itself as, and this sounds weird, it didn't take itself as seriously in the universe of Doom as the 2016 title. I Um, thought it
1: took itself way more seriously. Really?
0: I didn't think so. It seemed a bit too... It's like an entire thing of, cheek.
1: here's the backstory, here's the the maker, here's... And it's, like, Doom 2016 was fun because it was just, like, pure, unadulterated carnage.
0: Yeah, the gameplay was, like, pinnacle perfect. It was, like... Yeah, and then this,
1: like, Doom Eternals just, like... Here's a bunch of story. The Doomslayer doesn't really care, but he also really does, and it's just like <laughs> I feel like it took itself way too seriously. But I did; it didn't take away from my enjoyment of it. Right, it just okay. like I, I it really tries to push its. I what was I don't want to say push its agenda because there's not really an agenda <laughs> to it. It's yeah. like. Yeah, Doom 2016, just, you're a guy killing demons, you escape from hell. And this one, it's like, here's a full-fledged story about heaven and demons, which are also not demons, but they also kind of are. And it's like, <laughs> what What are you doing? Yeah, What are you no. doing? Here, the, the Doom Slayer used to be a warrior king. Like, what? I, what?
0: <laughs> also, where did he get the, the Doom floaty base in space from? Because I, I like completely feel like I missed a bit of story between... Yeah. Doom twenty sixteen
1: is not. He's part of like fuck, how do I explain this? So he's, like he's a floating part, He was found on Mars after the initial games. Yeah. And like that's when you're in a cutscene and he's like, ah demons, blah, blah, blah. And he's insane. <laughs> like the comics. Yeah. Yeah. And then he becomes part of the ancient order of fucking holy demon men or whatever. And then <laughs> he gets it from I think he gets it from like his. I don't even know what they're called. Like the knights. Yeah. The knights the... of some shit. It's it's so forgettable, yet so like fun. You yeah. know what I mean? It's it's awesome and it's amazing, but also at the same time, I don't give a single fuck about the story <laughs> of this game.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I think it's just it's it missed something from that it just felt disconnected and i think it's probably why you feel like that like i just think it was so much more refined when it was just about the gameplay and the gameplay itself and this one feels a little more not i don't want to say sloppy because i I feel bad but yeah it feels too like oh fuck i don't know what is going on like you're trying to do too many things at once whereas before it was literally like i have gun i have hands to kill (laughs) things and that was it you know
1: yeah i i think there's there is a whole bunch more micromanaging yeah. And that's fine because I feel like that's the next evolution, isn't it?
0: yeah it had to evolve I think if they did this that's where I feel this weird duality that if they did the same I would probably would have been like uh, I wish they would have changed something but at this time I feel like uh, they changed too much and it like I feel like a whiny gamer feeling that way but I, I can't help like it I feel like
1: your opinions will change when you finish it you'll be Maybe. like yeah. you'll be chaining together your flame belch and your grenades and you'll know exactly like the most efficient way to handle different enemies yeah I think that was what You're I experienced last night
0: I think that was the first time that the flow hit me properly and that yes. was why i really did enjoy it
1: yeah i think you're just over the the, the like hump of it yeah like yeah. You, you're at the point where you're like right i get this game now it's
0: like dark souls i've learned to parry and roll properly and then it's like right okay oh shit i'm still dead <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah yeah well I th- that was the best bit of doom eternal for me so far so listeners don't miss the slayer gates is what i'm saying make sure you go check those out
1: Wait until you get the ones that throw marauders in at the same time as enemies.
0: Oh, mammy, can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, that is like fifty-five minutes, guys. I think we better
1: p- predictions. Like, yeah.
0: What What do you, What do you think? What we're we gonna see?
1: Uh, let me grab my document. Right, I'm just gonna reel them off because fucking whatever. Medieval 2 remake. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hopefully, PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale 2. I'd actually kind of want to see that.
0: That was a lot of words.
1: PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale, basically Super Smash Bros. but for PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. Um, Twisted Metal. Yeah. Okay. that cool. or Siphon Filter. Mm-hmm. And Jack and Daxter. Yeah, there's got to be a new Jack and Daxter. So those, those are one of those is coming true. If yeah. it doesn't, I'll eat. I don't know what I'll eat. I'll eat something. <laughs> I'll eat something. <laughs> I was gonna say because if one doesn't happen, like if I actually have to eat something, I'd rather not. Yeah, know, yeah. I have to eat a copy of Daxter
2: from PS2. Yeah,
1: can you safely eat DVDs <laughs>
2: we can try turn it into a smoothie yeah I think it's fine
1: don't yeah. do it people okay, don't do it fine. just I, I'm I'm just talking out of my head, I so. accidentally ate glass the other week so I'm what? fine that's yeah, good yeah you'll be good oh my god I, I yeah I accidentally ate glass don't don't read too much yeah. <laughs> so
2: that's not what I expected to come out of your mouth next that's uh, that's interesting
0: <laughs> no I don't yeah <laughs> yeah so have you got any thoughts Al anything you, you're you thinking we might see on the next next console
2: oh man um Oh, I, I'm very impressed with what they've announced so far, uh, just in terms of early, well, earlier titles for for the consoles. Like uh, I know they kind of hinted at a, a Demon Souls remakes. So that's a good chance for me to get into Demon's Souls. I'm looking forward to uh, another Horizon game. So the, the, there is good stuff on the horizon, particularly for PS5. As for predictions, mm-hmm. uh, I think that with the success of Final Fantasy VII Remake, just from a JRPG standpoint, we're going to see some JRPGs come more into the modern era, which I'm excited about. I'm just thinking it would be, it'd be really cool to see something like uh, like a Legend of Dragoon or a um, uh, a Chrono game or a uh, Suikoden or something like that. Maybe get updated with more modern yeah, some of the game design concepts yeah. and brought to the next generation of consoles. So I'm really hoping that we see some great action from JRPGs coming up here just based on the fact uh, that Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 1 was, was very successful from a sale, sales standpoint. So that's kind of...
0: That's a completely good yeah. shout. I, th- I think you might be right there. Yeah. You might be on yeah. something. something. Um, I'm trying to think what, what I think might come next. I think we may see soon something to do with the next Silent Hill, whether it's Silent Hills. Uh, a lot of people were thinking that Kojima might be back on there with them to work on it, but I'm not yeah. sure if we will get that. That would be very cool because I think it was one of the biggest mistakes that they sort of fell out with him over that yeah. game and just sort of separated ways, I think that was one of the hugest like business mistakes they could have done, especially after he went on to do um, Death, Stranding. Oh, Death Stranding next. It's crazy. I mean, if we don't get a Death Stranding 2, I think it'll be another Silent Hill game with him back involved. I mean,
2: at least they still got the pachinko. At least they still got that.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> got those pachinko machines, which is like, it's like oh, weird, pachinko. illegal, but legal gambling is oh, weird. Oh my
2: goodness. Yeah, that was a terrible mistake. Have
0: you ever been in a pachinko hall? Have you ever... I don't know if you have them in Canada, but fuck, they are so loud.
2: Oh, the pachinko machines? Yeah, I mean, they're just they're shooting little yeah, metal ball bearings all over the place inside the machine, aren't they?
0: Yeah, it's like being inside a metal can filled with ball <laughs> bearings and someone just shaking it constantly.
1: That sounds awful. Yeah, it's, it, it, I've never used a pachinko machine.
0: Me and Helen walked into one of them in, in Tokyo just to see what it was like. And it was like, like you walked in, there, it was just like, oh, fuck this no, <laughs> Like, it just left.
1: <laughs> An assault to the senses. Yeah,
0: and like, you can just smoke in them as well. So like, it's just a smoke box full of noise.
1: Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That yeah. sounds ideal. I love it. I want to go.
0: Yeah, you probably like it, Jordan, don't you. Well, you um, can smoke in <laughs> we should American move casinos. On to some... <laughs> yeah, you can actually, you can smoke in American casinos. good yeah, point. Yeah, it's so yeah, always kind of, of The I-
1: The idea of smoking indoors is so foreign to me now. Yeah, I like know. I've had some pub lock-ins and stuff like that. Those are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, I can smoke in here. But I like the idea of smoking in like a restaurant or like a club or something like that. Just fucking doesn't sound right to me.
0: Yeah, one of the best things that ever happened to me, like the only time I've ever had a really good time in a pub lock-in was when I was allowed to eat all of the sausage rolls. <laughs> and I mean I was the manager, so I, I did the lock-in, and I was like, I'm going to eat those sausage rolls. <laughs> That'll do
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like oh thank thank you for letting us be in the lock-in and you're yeah. just like what lock-in what lock-in <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is just me having lunch <laughs> oh man uh, we should move on to weekly recommends guys as we are counting down the time things that we watched and played to recommend to you
1: Last of Us 2 Last of Us 2 you're loving it that much oh it's so good
0: yeah <laughs> I'm There's really a- glad I'm glad you're enjoying it I am dude
1: the, I'll say it again because I've said it before on like I've said it to you last night such a there are certain parts that might take you out of it a little bit. Yeah. Where you're like, why the fuck is this a thing? Mm-hmm. But it's at no point am I like, it it detracts enough that I don't want it in there. It's just a bit like, what? Why is this? Why why is the mention of someone being Jewish brought up into this for some reason? Yeah, but it's it's just weird like writing
0: it. choices. It seems to be with most people at the bits where they're not a fan of the gameplay still seems to be amazing, isn't it?
1: Yeah, like, don't get me wrong, it, it is in no way enough to make me be like, I didn't like that. It just kind yeah. of took me out of it, like, why are they mentioning this? Yeah, eh, just, whatever. just And then I just carried on. I didn't care.
0: <laughs> ah, fair enough, cool. Uh, have you got anything you wanted to recommend this week, Al?
2: Uh, I guess from, uh, not, not, not too much from a gaming perspective, uh, but I, I have been watching Space Force on Netflix, and I'm quite enjoying it. John Malkovich is in it, he's freaking brilliant.
0: I've heard so much. Everyone says John Malkovich is the best thing about it. I've not had a chance oh, to watch so it yet. So good. I mean, he's always good,
2: but man, like he really, like he yeah, really he is is just. If the, if that show didn't have him, I, I think it'd be a rough go. But with him in it, it's just it's pretty good, man. Like I, I've had some laugh out loud moments, and I would highly recommend it. So if you got Netflix, uh, make sure to check out Space Force.
1: Yeah,
0: definitely will do. Uh, my my recommend in a similar groove to doom eternal if you like the soundtrack by mick gordon this is a song and an album uh the named the same thing it's called groove hammer by the band called the hell again very doomy and the lyrics go guess what you're getting hit with the groove hammer
1: straight to the face it's, it's so fucking good is that like a rhythm stick but the metal version yeah
0: pretty much yeah they're a really funny band though like their twitter handle is at the hell you dick <laughs> yeah Uh, check them out honestly they're not for the faint-hearted like they are very fucking eight string guitar screamy but the lyrics are so funny there's one one i can't remember what it says it says one more time for the clowns at the back and the guys who've got dicks for ears
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh i found them it sounds like you write that lyric, Tarrison. It's
0: very much my humour, I'm not going to lie. Yeah.
1: Oh, I'd so, also like to recommend Snowpiercer on Netflix as well, the TV show. Oh, the That's season. Really good. Dude, right. their Twitter is verified okay. and they only have 2,850 followers.
0: Yeah, they have less followers than, those That's than they're verified. Crazy.
1: How? crazy. I know. Mate, we should get them on.
0: I'd, I'd love to. I'm actually going to mention them because I want to put a clip of the song in in this bit so people can yeah. hear it because I can't do the justice of reach out like Get how so, like um not how not how london they are i suppose because like guess what you're getting it with a groove hammer <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah that's so good hell. sounds like the young ones
0: yeah it feels like that it does it feels very very punky and metal right so we should probably end it there as okay. that is an hour, as it's Father's Day, and Alex has got fatherly duties to be done. Oh,
2: absolutely! So they, I was served a mm-hmm. uh, a giant uh, one of those giant cookies this morning as as uh, my Father's Day oh, breakfast amazing. and some coffee. So I gotta I gotta get to work
0: on that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's nice, awesome, dude. dude. So happy Father's Day to you. Thank you for everyone for listening. Day. Please go check out the Ronin Geek Visual Podcast. Where can they find you, Alex? On all your socials? Oh
2: yeah, you can find us at Ronan Geekery on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook at uh, Facebook.com slash Ronan Geek News. Uh, of course, we're on every you know major podcast network, but make sure to hit us up on, uh, I believe we, we like to talk about Podchaser and Listen and uh, and make sure to hit mm-hmm. us up on those. Listen's a fairly new podcast app, but I know it comes from the Podchaser people. Is that correct? It does,
0: yeah. yeah. They they had us on their featured they advert. Did. They had our logo i was on there. so thrilled to
2: get the email about the rollout of listen and guess which podcast is featured right on the picture for listen it was grief burrito yes baby nice surprise <laughs> that was amazing yeah. so yeah, uh, yeah make cool. sure to check out the listen app i've checked it out it's good it's it's very functional no issues i, I i've been listening to uh Geek and grief burrito on there uh exclusively and mm-hmm. yeah it's been it's been a really good experience so far so make sure to check that so it's out. it's
0: not on android just yet i don't think so i can't get it yet so i'm waiting not on android Android.
2: yeah oh no
0: no it's i think it was it's either end of june or start of july so it should be very soon
2: oh yeah well i'm uh, i have an iphone so i've been listening to it on that Uh
0: (laughs) he's a classy man
2: (laughs) i I have the over the (laughs) overpriceless functional phone so there you
0: go (laughs) there you go So it's ease of use it's ease of use Um, so please guys go and review ronin geek Five stars everywhere. Review us five stars everywhere. And we will see you next week. See you later, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.